Hi again, everybody. We welcome you into ESP Media coverage of Molar Crusader Athletics. It is our weekly podcast, and head coach Sean McGinn is here for Molar Lacrosse. Didn't talk last week because you went a whole week. You had spring break, yeah. no games. Guys actually got to enjoy a little downtime before they had to kind of gear up and get ready it, for the rest of it. Yeah, it was a well-needed rest. I mean, they came in on Monday this past week, um, and uh, it was a great, great week of practice. Uh, they were refreshed. Uh, they're, they were focused, a lot of good energy from everyone. The seniors started to lead, started to really get going. Maybe they kind of see there's a little, you know, light at the end of the tunnel that, uh, <laughs> things are coming to a close and they want to really get going. But, uh, yeah, it was a really good week. We, uh, started out or let's see, we played elder, um, in the middle of spring break, came back from Cleveland and had a day or two off uh, and played Elder. So it yeah, we was, talked uh, to you right before the Elder game. So good game. You know, it's always fun playing Elder. It's always fun playing GCL South teams. Yeah. You know, it, it, their their battles and you know, I think with a couple good practices uh, coming out of Cleveland and and what we learned up in Cleveland about yeah. ourselves and about our team, uh, we put a couple things together against Elder and and uh, came out on top on that. So first off, go back. It was the Western Reserve. Uh, you, you played on the Sunday. That was the 14th, a 9-6 win there. And that kind of ended a, a little stretch that you'd gone through, a little down stretch. Yep. So you got things going in the right direction. A couple days of practice going into the Elder game. And then just put a little hurting on the Panthers. Yeah, the Panthers. we, you know, we, we looked coming out of Cleveland, you know, we said, you know, this is how good our offense is. Or th- this is the the type of players we have in our offense and here's their strengths but here's the things they're not working well at or the like the cogs in the wheels aren't aren't clicking weren't working in the right place so you know the assistant uh you know our offensive coach and noah gibby assistant um you know he, he and i spoke about you know kind of something we had uh, kind of a different style of offense we also talked about this past fall um to where it's a little bit more spread out it's a little bit more spread open it's more uh, a little bit more what these guys may be used to in the summertime. Yeah. Uh, you know, we kind of had that in the in the playbook as far as, you know, offenses to, to look at, you know, down the road in the season, uh, you know, and we kind of made that adjustment. So now the offense is it's a little bit more spread out. Um, it, it really kind of pairs pairs players together so you have that that style of offense where there's motion based and then you know you have two guys working together and you have four other guys working together off ball so that helped really really well against elder i don't think they're ready for it and uh you know we came out firing and uh, i think it was what 16 to 2 16 to 2 the final yeah so it was great to see uh uh, lucas salzano score his first uh varsity goal ever um, we had a couple. We had uh, Hayden Gerhardt uh, Jr. coming off the bench, um, getting some pretty meaningful minutes and scoring a hat trick. Uh, and then you know our usual suspects as far as like Brendan Sigurdsson and, and Dylan and and uh, Lane Miller and uh, you know a couple of our attackmen, uh, you know um, Zach Kroger and Theo Becker, you know putting in quality. Yeah, Theo had uh, a hat trick. Yep. Sigurdsson five goals in that game. Uh, Gerhardt, as you mentioned, the hat trick. Dylan Warner two. Uh, Dylan, LCTJ Rotella, Lane Miller, and Lucas Salzano. Yeah, and you know this is the the best part uh, about you know this about coaching, and the best part about this at, at Moeller is that you know you have you know kids like Lucas who just work extremely hard and love being around the brotherhood, love being around you know his his classmates, his seniors, and and he's a good leader and. and you know, good communicator to the younger guys, and to see not only the bench kind of erupt, but like the parents and everyone just kind of 
really feel you know great for this this kid's been working so hard and, right. and just you know it's his first goal and and uh, you know we hope to see a <laughs> couple more yeah get, exactly. get a couple more here as Not- we you know kind of conclude the season but uh, you know it's just great for him to see and it's great for now these younger guys have kind of starting to see the the process of the offense and changing things a little bit and kind of getting it to where you know we're exposing maybe some of their strengths now a little bit better that you can see guys like Theo have three goals. You can see Brendan kind of having more goals and more success. Dylan, some of our other guys. So, and we just hope that, you know, we keep cleaning up the offense as we keep moving along in these games and get ready for the playoffs. You also, when you put up a lot of offense like that, can ease things on the defensive side of the yeah. field. Yeah, I mean, that you know, so that game, you know, you look at that game and uh, – it's not a game where our defense is playing a lot, you know, unlike Kilbourne, you know, uh, last Saturday where our defense played a lot. Which and we'll talk about, you know, yeah. you know going into, uh, you know, the elder game where, you know, you look at 48 minutes and uh, there's a large chunk of time that our defense has been playing, you know, on their side of the field because, uh, you know, one thing or another. So, you know, to have a game where they can dominate a little bit, you know, they can cause uh, turnovers, they can get the you know, the ball back to the offense. Uh, you know, I just think it, it went well all the way around. Shots 39-12, including 26-5 shots on goal. So yeah. Ian Ellis in net and when he's called upon. Again, not a game – it's almost harder sometimes to stay focused in games like that when the action's taking place at the other end yeah, of the Yeah, I field. think so. You know, I think we looked at those two goals and, you know, if he just was a little bit more prepared and you know, ready for a shot, you know, it could have been a shutout. And those are the things that we talk about with, wow. with our young goalies is and you got to keep prepared, you got to stay prepared, you got to be locked in, you know, for 48 minutes. And, sure. you know, they're young and um, they're, they're working incredibly hard to, to kind of catch up. It's It's – a little bit of a learning curve. It's a little, you know, it's a, you know, faster pace for them. And, you know, they, they have got the skill sets, you know, in order to help us. But, you know, sometimes, you know, we're playing some of these other teams that the ball moves a lot faster and, you know, things like that. And our, our goal is just, you know, it's, it's kind of getting to that point where, you know, you guys got to just keep believing in yourselves yeah, and keep oh, working sure. hard and you know, trust the guys out in front of you that they're going to make the plays needed and, and go from there. All in all, that ends up being a game where you get a lot of confidence and you know that a lot of the things that you work on now, you kind of put it into practice in a game situation. too. Yeah, yeah. Um, I'm trying to think if it was the elder game. Um, it was. It was. So the elder game, like right before – so we usually, you know – Going back a couple of years, we started to do like team meetings, chapels, where we talk to the players. Uh, you know, we kind of build the, the the culture. Or we're talking about certain things throughout the year. You know, a couple of years ago, we had a the John Gordon book. You went in the locker room. You know, last year tried to piecemeal a bunch of different things together. We've done the Navy Seals, and and it just things weren't sticking. Like, wh- what's going on with this group? And I just kind of said, all right, they just need a. a, a like a small thing, a small snippet, you know, like chunking, you know, terming education term, chunking, you know, the, the lesson plan, you know, giving little bits at a time. And that's kind of what I just went in and I said, guys, here's what you need to do. I talked for, um, I talked for 10, 15 minutes on something inspirational, something like that, showed a quick video. And then Con- uh, Conlon O'Brien got up and did for the brotherhood kind of speech. And it's just a senior talking about the brotherhood. And so going into Kilbourne last week, um, you know, I kind of said, okay, we're going to just add a little 
to this and we're going to use a word every day like that last week the whole word was inspired and i kept talking about what inspires you you know if you're inspired you know you're going to accomplish great things and you're going to have the motivation you're going to have the dedication and you know we kind of talked about that all week and then we had our talk uh saturday before the game brendan uh sigurdsson did the for the brotherhood that um and it was awesome. I mean, the kids like were just intent. They were, they were attentive. They were listening. And I think now those things, like kind of like you said, you're getting momentum. You're doing some different things, to where uh, these guys are just really starting to come together. So it's the right time of year to be doing yeah. that. Yeah. So good test uh, against Kilborn team you're familiar with. Uh, yeah. From years ago and years long time. Long ago. time ago. So <laughs> yeah, you know it's uh, it's always a a fun time playing Kilborn. I mean, it's where I got my start, um, you know, getting back into high school coaching. And, um, it's, you know, the, the interesting thing is you go down the roster, you kind of watch game film, you're kind of getting an idea of things, a game plan. And I'm sitting there reading these names, and I'm like, I knew these kids when they were in kindergarten or first grade, <laughs> something like that. And I'm like, yeah. man, I yeah, get a little older here. Older, <laughs> it, it comes every you so know, often. You know, and right, right, and you know, I know their parents and <laughs> and stuff, and they're like the little, they're like the little little brothers, you know, of the kids that I was coaching, <laughs> you know, back in the day. But uh, always good. I, I'll tell you, they're they're a great team, and I would not. Be shocked if they uh, actually come out of the Central Ohio in the in really? the uh, yeah I think they can beat uh, the teams in Central Ohio and make it into the Final Four. Um, you know they got some things to clean up. You know just like a lot of teams going in the playoffs, but um, you know they only have thirty seven guys and um, you know their, their offense is uh, they've got some pretty dynamic Dodgers and shooters. Uh, and they really work well together defensively. I don't think, you know, you get you go against uh, like Cathedral, right? And it's like us, you know, you have the six foot three, six right. foot four, or like Ignatius, the football guys are coming out pretty athletic and it kind of dominates you basically footwork or strength. Well, what we ran into Saturday is like these just super fast athletes, and you know, it gave our our attackmen some problems. I mean, these guys were very quick on ground balls and other things like that, and. Um, it was a great game. I yeah, mean, it, it was like a little, it. little, little crazy at times. A little <laughs> back and forth for sure. There was uh, definitely some some penalties uh, that happened on both ends of the field that that kind of, you know, I just don't think necessary roughness. You see I that? Just, in yeah, hockey. I just don't. You know, I mean, you know, when we when we played the uh, cathedral, you know, and not getting a call that we thought we should get. Um, which by definition probably should have been called. You know, we can't sit there and say that was the outcome. You know, the penalties that we, I mean, we got a penalty right um, in in the, uh, like in the fourth quarter, we had a two minute, I think we had two minute non-releasable or at targeting. least. Yeah, targeting. So yeah. it's TJ. So we had a two minute penalty and we killed it. And that gave us some momentum. And, you know, Kilbourne kind of, I think, started to fall apart a little bit there emotionally because all they had to do is score one goal in that situation. So we had two-minute non-releasable. We kill that penalty, and we go down the other end, try and at least start getting a goal or two back in, in under a minute. And it had some situations happen where there was a penalty on them, and then they kind of compounded the situation by getting more penalties. So we're at 54 seconds left. We're six on three. Wow. And, and the way it works is you have to serve the two-minute non-releasable first. So you have 54 seconds left. So out of all the penalties that were stacked up, there was like four, right. was like four or five penalties yeah. you know, on, on like three or four different players. The two-minute two yeah, yeah. non-releasable has to be served first. 
So that kind of kept all those other guys off the field, and that's why we were six versus three for, for that, that 54 time. seconds. Wow, okay. And then, and then we get, you know, we're back six versus three for the overtime. So they were up 12 to 10 at that point, they're, too. Yeah, yeah, so. they're up 12 to 10. And I mean, that's, I mean, you, you, you're starting to really see like how fun lacrosse is and, <laughs> and stuff like that. And like, that's the best part, like, regardless of that situation, how you can come back in 54 seconds and tie the game up. And I mean, uh, you know, uh, I, I mean, I, I heard the horn. I heard our, our clock or our, our guy down on the field so, yell, yeah, so now you're yelling about- it. Like, he's yelling three, two, one. Zero horn and I mean and the Wayne ball. Miller scores yeah. right at the buzzer. There. Yeah, he hit the back of the net as the horn was going. Wow. So and that's that's a goal. So it counts. Yeah, so you know I think we we had going back just to backpedal. We had a great week of practice. I mean we really did, and probably one of our best weeks in the entire season. Everyone was working hard. The intensity was there. You know, so you start kind of like you said, you kind of you get yourself out of that that hole, so to speak, of that that four game slide, and now we we beat Western Reserve, and you know we kind of get a break, and we beat you know uh, Elder, and we get a Cincinnati win. You know, we go and we beat a very good Kilbourne team, so that just sets up this week for you know a lot of things. You know, we were talking before we got started, and. This is a big week for a lot of a lot of high school programs when it, as we get into seating and stuff like that. Well, it'll be uh, LaSalle coming or no, check out, uh, make that back. It's uh, Loveland coming Loveland, up on yeah. a Tuesday night first off, so that's tomorrow night and then Mason who very very good team. Very yeah, they're <laughs> so. a good team. Again, it just like you know, some of these other teams, they have a very good faceoff player. They've got key that players in key positions and uh but like we keep saying uh, the things that we, you know, we're, we're still working on, you know, the faceoffs and the goalie, we'll work on those. But the right. things that we have, you know, those offensive and defensive players, they almost negate the fact that we're a little bit weaker in those two other spots. And if those two got, you know, if our offense and defense plays at such a high level, you takes know, that pressure off. You know, we're, we're going to get games and we're going to win them. So. Yeah, absolutely. Well, we're going to talk a little bit more about Loveland and Mason coming up. Also, uh, tournament seating. It's also senior week, too. And, yeah. And I want to touch on this, too. I saw on Twitter watch, watching what you guys are putting together, too. Just a little bits about each of the seniors who are also all the team captains this yeah, year. Yeah, definitely. So we'll talk a little bit about that coming up here in just a few moments. Our Molar Lacrosse podcast, as always, it is sponsored by Total Wealth Planning. And you can contact Rob Lemons. The phone number is 513-984-6696. Or check them out online, TWP for Total Wealth Planning, TWPteam.com. So we got more coming up as we will chat uh, looking ahead to the schedule and uh, what it means uh, for this week and how important it is. Sean was just mentioning that. That's all coming up. We'll continue our Muller Lacrosse podcast on ESP Media, powered by Sidearm Sports. Total Wealth Planning can partner, guide, and educate your family holistically on your financial goals and pursuits. Your dreams are better achieved with a trusted fiduciary like Rob Lemons and his team. Contact Rob today at 513-984-6696. That's 513-984-6696 or on the web at twpteam.com. Total Wealth Planning. Hey, we're back. Our Muller Lacrosse podcast on ESP Media, powered by Sidearm Sports, and it's sponsored by Total Wealth Planning. As we look ahead down to the final couple of weeks of the regular season, and it's zipping on by. We'll get the games coming up here in just a moment, Loveland and Mason coming up. But it's senior week, and as you kind of 
get into this week, you had a lot of seniors on the team, so trying to kind of honor them all and, and make mention of each of them. But when you look through, though, 12 of them in all, as we, we look down, they've, they've seen a lot. Yeah. In their they, four you know, years older. In their four years, uh, a couple of them have won a state title. Um, you know, a lot of them have, have pushed this program in the right direction. They, you know, It's nice that every senior class, and this is something uh, Brendan um, – Sigurdsson said in his uh, FTB speech for the Brotherhood speech is that, um, you know, we got to leave the seniors. You got to leave this place better than the way you came in. And I think each senior class these last, you know, couple years have been really doing that. And you got 10 great seniors. Uh, you know, you got Brendan and Dylan going to, to Cleveland State and playing. Um, uh, uh, Blake Gillis, uh, you know, and this is another thing with our program. You know, Blake Gillis loves playing lacrosse, and, and then all of a sudden, you know, a couple of colleges like, why don't you just come take a look at us? You know, why don't you come on campus? Let's just, you know, have a conversation. And, you know, he wound up, uh, you know, going to Capital and loving it. So Blake's going to go to Capital University next year and play Very lacrosse. Cool. Uh, you got uh, Lucas Alzano, who's going to West Virginia. Uh, you got. Uh, Cole Grillo, I think he's going to go to South Carolina, which you can't you can't beat that. Um, <laughs> Jake Bambauer is going to, I think, Dayton, and uh, let's yeah, see who else. That yeah, yeah, ND. yeah. We've got uh, Conlon playing football at uh, yeah. at uh, Denison. Denison. You've got I don't know. Uh, I think uh, uh, Ben Dalmeyer is still trying to kind of make a decision where he's going to go. Braden Tice is going to go to UC. He was so close to getting into the Naval Academy. He and said it, it really kind of came down. It. Like I keep asking him, and last week he's like, "Yeah, it kind of came down to like the last little bit, and you know he didn't get accepted. So he's going to go to UC, and it's going to be great." And we're already talking yeah. to Braden, like, "Well, you're going to come back and start coaching with us, you know?" <laughs> so <laughs> um, what he's learned. Yeah, and uh, I'm trying to think who else I'm missing here. Yes, everybody, uh, Gillis, Grillo. Oh, we got uh, yeah, we got Reese Boggs. Uh, oh, yeah, uh, yeah. Officially, I guess is going to be heading down to Nashville and going to. Vanderbilt and oh, really? he's got a preferred walk on for football there. No kidding. I didn't so see that. So he right. kind of talked to us last week about it. So exciting. So again, you got these guys, a great bunch of guys, good yeah. leaders. Uh, you know, our, our, our younger classmen really look up to them. Um, and, you know, it's great. And, you know, yeah, we have senior day coming up on Saturday, but, you know, throughout the week, the, the moms, the junior moms put on them. Um, you know, a lot of different events and a lot of different things. Um, Jennifer Becker and the moms are doing awesome, and we're kind of throwing some stuff out there on social media as well to honor them. We have uh, quick little videos of them. Well, you, know, you had to get the parents involved right, with the kid pictures. Right, so. so we did, like, little kid pictures, toddler pictures. And, you know, our whole thing about Moeller is, like, you know, um, about being remarkable, and we wanted to kind of show everyone these these are remarkable ten seniors. So it's a uh, it's a great thing, and uh, we you know wish the best of for for all of them. And you know they're they're always a part of this program, and they've built a great legacy for everyone to follow. And so we're looking forward to uh, you know honoring them and uh, and uh, enjoying a Saturday afternoon game. And we hope a lot of people are there to support them. Absolutely. So Loveland Tuesday, Mason Thursday, and then St. Charles Prep will be the Senior Day celebration on Saturday, May 4th. Let's talk about Loveland first off. Yeah. Um, yeah they're a team that uh, they've had successes over the years. I think they're about 500, maybe a little bit below that this year. Yeah, I think, uh, you know, they got a new coach. Uh, Mike Riggle has been a longtime uh, guy doing a lot of things here. He did some really good things over at McNick and getting that program 
uh, up and, and running and, and, uh, and things like that. And he's done a lot with the Loveland program, kind of, uh, you know, as an adjunct ancillary, you know, person, you know, doing these things with flying tigers in the summer. Oh, yeah. So, you know, Mike, Mike's a good guy for that program to, to just dive in and, and really kind of get things moving uh, back in the right direction. So, um, you know, it doesn't matter if they're, you know, above or below 500, you know, right. we know, right. we know what Loveland uh, is capable of and, and uh, you know, coming over to Moeller, you know, they, it's everyone's Super Bowl, like we say. So, I mean, you know, we expect that, you know, a good, good kind of practice day. We've got nice weather, hopefully. You know, the guys are focused. We get out there, clean up a few things, and we do, uh, you know, we get into tomorrow night's game, and, and hopefully things go well. I think um, our matchups offensively are, are better. So, uh, if our defense just really kind of, st- you know, starts to step up again and really kind of get to, uh, get back to the kind of the way they used to be right before some of our tougher games, uh, you know, feel pretty good about that. And then, you know, we go into Mason and that, that's a big game on a lot yeah. of different levels. Um, I think it, you know, you look at MSLCA, that honestly could be a determining factor if we'll play in the B bracket or we'll be, like in the consolation bracket for the MSLCA tournament coming up May 10th and 11th. Columbus. Uh, and that, that's coming, that information will probably be out at the end of this week, early next week too. Uh, so big game there. And also it's a big game for Cincinnati. Um, you know, I think, you know, you look at the new, um, uh, the new kind of seating, you have lax, uh, lax numbers. Uh, numbers kind of took over for lax power. And it's not about like, you know, when we seed, it's kind of the whole OHSA thing where, you know, we have to look at more than just a number. We can't just look at a record. We have to kind of look at the body of work and we have to kind of see that, okay, who played who and, and did this person beat that person but lost to that person. So this Mason game is a big game to kind of see if we can jockey up a couple positions on lax numbers. Uh, there are other, you know, inside lacrosse has us ranked fourth in the, in the region right now. So without, uh, like football has power rankings, right? Right, right? And then baseball has the, like the head coaches association or something like that. We just don't have anything. I don't. Basketball does. I'm not sure what basketball does as far as rankings. Yeah, I'm not sure how. I mean, there's an AP, right? I mean, but there's other. But we're like, using we're using kind of like other other things well, and, other and than what like OHSCA and, and OHSCA kind of is adopting because lacrosse is still so new. To that. Exactly, exactly. They're kind of deferring yeah. to lax numbers or someone else. And like you guys know the sport, you kind of understand it. Like we'll kind of defer to you. So, you know, at the end of the day, I think every coach looks at, you know, how to seed someone in, in a, in a multiple ways of, uh, of doing so, you know, to where, uh, you know, it's not just a record. It's okay. Who you played and you know, things like that. So like I said, I mean, it, it all comes down to Thursday night against Mason. And when you I – and mean, that'll be a 6 o'clock game. By the way, we'll have a, a, the audio broadcast that's going to be on too. We should mention Loveland. You're going to have the, the video feed that's yep. going on as well. Yep, so. we'll have a little live stream with uh, with Loveland, and uh, I think we'll have a little live stream, but definitely have you guys with the uh, yeah. audio. And uh, Sean Gary, the – Sean's coming in good. He's going to come in. I mean, you know, does Sean Gary sound just like, like some of these college guys? I'm he trying could. to think uh, – who was with Spielman back in the day? Uh, Sean McDonough or whoever that oh almost like yeah. a, you know, he's, he's pretty good at he's it. He's really so, good. No, you know, I, and, and uh, he's just a, he's a good guy in our program. And, uh, you know, so it should be a good game to call. His son got his first goal this year, too. Yeah. So yeah. Hopefully more. Pretty close on a couple. I mean, he, he got really <laughs> close to actually two or three goals on Saturday. So and that was a good game to 
get a chance to play some good hard minutes in that one. Yeah. So, so Mason will be Thursday night. We'll have the broadcast both the Loveland and Mason Thursday, uh, six o'clock game. Tuesday Mason or Tuesday Loveland. Thursday, Mason, yep. 6 o'clock, both at Moore High School. Saturday, Senior Day. So, yep. 3 o'clock against St. Charles Prep. They'll be coming down from Columbus. And then you get into the final week. And how much will the MSLCA tournament also factor? Well, no, because the, the seedings are actually this yeah, Sunday. Yeah, so the seedings so are – that won't even matter. No, the seedings are Sunday. But since Mason plays in MSLCA as well – so it's it's and MSLCA is more of a coaches thing. So the coaches look at basically head to head competition. I beat you, I lost to them, you beat them. So for us, we would be we've had we have seven games on our schedule of MSLCA teams where you only really have to have four or five is like the minimum. So we could wind up being four and three, and head to head competition we've beaten uh, Kilbourne, Mason, Olentangy. Uh, and then there's one else out there. I'm just thinking off the top of my head. Um, it wasn't Trinity or, um, but um, oh, Western Reserve. Oh, so, okay. so you know, with those teams, I mean, we have a good chance of being like probably like the four seed in the B bracket. And I couldn't tell you who who would be in the B bracket, right. but you know, Saint X and uh, and Upper Arlington and Cathedral. And Ignatius probably would be, you know, my guess would be in the A bracket, and then we'll have some other teams in the B bracket. So, like I said, Mason, this is a big game for both Mason and us, you know, to see who could wound up, round out the bottom of the B bracket of MSLCA. You mentioned one of those polls had Moeller in at four. Where are the other teams in, right in front of you? Who are who would those be? Saint uh, X? Let's see. I think it was Saint X uh, one, and then um, I think it was Springboro. No, oh, really? no, it was it was, it was Saint X one. Um, I think it was Mason 2, Springboro 3, then we had the 4th So you spot. got a chance then with this game so Thursday. Yeah, we got a big chance to to do some moving you know, in, in order to get a good seat on Sunday. Well, that's uh, You hate to put all the importance onto one game like that, but as you get into tournament time, that's kind of the mindset it, you got to have. You know, it really is. I mean, yeah. it it really, you know, again, you know, it. You know where does the fourth and fifth seed go? You know, and and how how do you pick your game based on on those two seeds? You know, do you go one bracket versus the other? You know, uh, so I think nowadays with the with the OHSAA tournament, I think a lot of people those top seeds uh, about five to I think like six usually get one home game, and then you're basically uh, five six seed. You're basically on the road after that. So. You know, we're getting ready. I mean, again, it just so much plays into it. You know, yeah. we, we could get a four seed or a three seed. We might be home for two games, you know. So it all depends. We just got to yep. take it one day at a time right now. And right <laughs> now we're focused on the, the best 90 minutes we can get today and get ready for tomorrow. And that would be Loveland coming up on uh, 6 o'clock Tuesday night at Moeller. So, well, Sean, always great catching up and, and a lot to talk about. Again, we'll have the broadcast Thursday against Mason here on ESP Media. And uh, we should mention as well our, our podcast. You got to try really hard not to hear us these days now because we're we're trying to make it available about everywhere that you could possibly look. Yeah. You have to go out of your way not to find us right, somehow right. or another. I mean, it's it's already through Twitter. We got the links there, and even yeah. on the website, let's go Big Mo. But now we're happy and very excited to announce. In addition to SoundCloud and iTunes, we're also going to be now on Spotify. We're going to be on Google Play. We're on Stitcher. We're going to be on <laughs> TuneIn Radio as well. Right. Our podcast, the broadcast, all that stuff. There's there's going to be all kinds of ways to find all that's, these different stuff. That's so. awesome. Yep. So and, you guys are you guys are doing an awesome job, not only for right. Moeller High School, for for all the high schools. Well, I was you know, I was I was looking at uh, Anderson. I'm like. Uh-oh. 
Man, that Uh-oh. profile that profile looks very familiar to me. Uh-oh. I'm like, who is that? Don't and I had to like zoom in on the, on the picture, you know. So, you know, I mean, you and Rob Ebel and everyone at yeah. ESP Media just do an awesome job for high school sports in it's Cincinnati. The kids. You know, so. and it, it really truly is about the kids. And gosh, if this stuff would have been available when we were around, right. we would have thrived on it. Oh but yeah. We got that ability to do that now. It's right. a lot of fun to do that. We just had to pop in the VHS tapes. Uh, VHS tapes. <laughs> exactly. so. I got cassettes of me doing my right. games back right. in the day. So <laughs> the tape hasn't gotten all unwound or whatever. Right. So again, uh, great uh, week coming up. So good luck with this. Uh, again, uh, our podcast sponsored by Total Wealth Planning. Contact Rob Lemons, 513-984-6696 or twpteam.com on the website. So, Sean, good luck tomorrow night. I appreciate we'll it. Catch up with you on Thursday. We'll see you at the game. Thanks. Sounds good. That's Sean. McGinnis, the head coach, Moeller Lacrosse. I'm Greg Waddell. Appreciate you listening to our Moeller Lacrosse podcast on ESP Media, powered by Sidearm Sports.